0: It's been a difficult start to the 2020 school calendar for Teng, with several pupils dying in various
1: tragic accidents. Uh, I'm spending more time comforting families rather than encouraging teachers to teach and learners to learn. I'm tired. I can't issue death certificates, I need to issue report cards. I need to issue information that hails the education system. This thing that every now and then we have to go and comfort families must come to an end. I'm also tired of going to families. I must go to classrooms.
0: In less than two months, almost 20 student deaths have been reported. I stand here today with a broken heart. The loss of a
2: child is something I could never prepare for. Enoch was a remarkable child. He had so many dreams and so many plans for the future, but God decided otherwise. Enoch, my son, I love you with all my heart. I'm profoundly proud to have been your father. I will never let you down.
0: Rest in peace, my son. Enoch, Lindiwe, and Kilibohile are just some of the young people who lost their lives this year.
1: We are devastated. Uh, we are devastated as a department. The school is devastated as well. The family is devastated. Honestly, I'm reluctant to point fingers at people. Uh, what we need to do is to wait for the reports from all institutions to be there. And that's
0: where we found ourselves this week on this Story. Waiting on a report into the death of Enoch Mpianzi. I'm Rian Krobler, News24's senior desk reporter, and I'll be anchoring this season of the show.
2: You're listening to The Story. It's a new podcast from News24. We'll speak to journalists and experts about the week's biggest story. This is what we saw, heard, and uncovered this week.
0: I have in studio with me News24's breaking news reporter, Sisona Ngakamba. Sisona, you've been covering the story since it first broke in January. Can you give us a recap of what happened?
2: Well, Rian, we all know Enoch Vianzi was a 13-year-old boy from Johannesburg. He was a grade 8 pupil, or at least was supposed to start grade 8 at Parktown Boys High. During a grade 8 orientation camp near Brits in the northwest, he was swept away in a river. He was lost in when a makeshift draft he and other boys were on overturned in the river just hours after they had arrived. His body was found two days later after the other pupils had allegedly repeatedly informed the camp facilitators that, listen, he had gone missing and that was it.
0: So Sisona, following this horrible incident, one of the things that came into the limelight was safety measures. Safety measures at the school and the Department of Education. What was the department's reaction to this critique?
2: So, shortly after the incident, Gauteng Education MEC Panyaza Sufi commissioned a preliminary report. A few weeks later, its findings were released, and the report found that the grade 8 orientation camp was actually not approved by the district and had offices. And as a result, the school headmaster was um, suspended along with other district officials. Rian?
0: So, was that the end of it?
2: No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, the department then appointed an independent law firm, Harris Nupin Mulibatsi Incorporation, known as the h H&M, and and they were investigating um, the circumstances that led to Mbianze's death. The MEC did announce on Sunday via Twitter that he received the report and he would be releasing it on Thursday.
0: But then on Thursday, there was a change of plans.
2: So yes, Rian, on Thursday evening, there was indeed a change of plans. As I was getting ready around four o'clock to head to Parktown Boys High School, that was where MEC Lusufi was supposed to release the report. We then received um, a message, um, That was that message was from the spokesperson, Steve Mabona, it was actually a statement saying that the the release of the report has actually been postponed.
0: So, Sisuna, what else did the statement say?
2: Rian, in that statement, the MEC was saying that um, they had consulted with the family and they found it to be insensitive to release the report without their blessings and that there would be further consultations with the family on the 27th of February. Um, What I then did, Rian, is that I reached out to the lawyers, Ian Levitt attorneys, who are acting on behalf of the family. And I spoke to Mr. Ian Levitt himself, and he actually told me that the report was incomplete and it needed the input from the family. So basically, Rian, what this means is that the department and its lawyers, along with the M'Bianzi family and its lawyers, will meet for a consultation session where the family will give its account on the turn of events and what it was told when it travelled to Nyati Bush and River Brick Lodge and, and then after that the, 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 the department's lawyers will then compile the report in its entirety and a way forward would be penned down with regards to when it's released.
0: So, Sonia, you also spoke to the family this week and uh, on several other occasions as well. What did what did they have to say to you?
2: I checked on them this week again and the father, Guy Indamba, Enoch's father, actually told me that they were actually okay now, they were fine. But he did, however, tell me that they would no longer be speaking to the media on the matter and that the lawyers were were were, were dealing with it. But on Thursday, um, I, when I was reaching out to the lawyer, Mr. Ian Levitt, um, he told me that the family was actually not doing well, which shows that um, how sensitive and complex this, um, this issue is surrounding the death of Enoch.
0: It's been a roller coaster year so far for the Gauteng Education Department with uh, all these deaths. Sona, what impact has this had on the department and specifically on MEC Lesufi?
2: Well, Rian on Wednesday, the MEC the MEC actually held a press briefing in Pretoria in collaboration with the National Press Club. Now, in that briefing he did touch that he was actually not coping and these deaths have actually been taking a toll not in, not on not in him alone but also department officials. He mentioned um, that there were several other deaths besides that of Enoch Bianzi, and we can mention the death of Letitia from the east end. Um, I mean the young girl was walking to school and was abducted, um, stabbed, and burned to death. so all those things were taking actually strain on not only families, teachers but also the department officials who attend to them. He even mentioned that he would be taking leave shortly just to
0: breathe. So it seems like we won't get answers anytime soon.
2: Yes, it seems like it's just going to be a long process and we just all have to wait.
0: That was Sesona Akamba, News24's breaking news reporter. As Sesona mentioned, he got a chance to talk to Ian Levitz, who is the lawyer for the Bianzi family. This is a bit of their conversation.
2: Hello, Mr. Levitt. Speaking. Yes, Sasona again from News24.
1: Yes, hi.
2: Yes, thank you so for joining us. We just wanted to find out if the family has received the report um, into the circumstances surrounding the death of Enoch Mbyanze and, and just um, the comment from the law firm.
1: The um, family had not received uh, the report yet. Uh, the report was incomplete. Uh, one of the main reasons being... Um, the, the family had not had any input into to the report, and that would have uh, completed the report. But um, we've agreed to um, go consult with the MSE, but uh, this time it will be with um, the MEC's lawyers uh, present as well, but it will just be a factual exercise which we are willing to cooperate and to, to furnish details of.
2: All right. So where does this now leave the actual report that needs to be released? Does that halt that release?
1: So the, the consultations are, are taking place next week, Thursday. Um, however long it takes the, the MEC or their, or their attorneys to, to complete the report thereafter, I don't imagine it will be that long. But um, at the, end of the, the report will be in a complete stage. Um, however, the MEC um, quite correctly asked my clients for their blessing uh, to release the report. Once um, the, the family has seen the report, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously going to be quite harrowing as to the, the contents and details thereof. Um, they will or will not give their blessing for, for the report to be um, released. Uh, but you can only take that decision once the report is in its final form. And our uh, client, the family has considered it.
2: Mm-hmm. And maybe just so we understand you are speaking on behalf of the family, how are they doing? Um, I, I can understand this is uh, taking a toll on them.
1: No, they're not doing well. They're not doing well at all. And, and it's the entire family. The entire family is in a very very bad way.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and the school, has it reached out to the family?
1: Uh, not that I'm aware of, no. Um, you know, he's reaching out and he's reaching out. You know, there may have been a phone call or something like that. I, I don't consider that reaching out, but, uh, so in any meaningful manner, have they, have they reached out? Not that I'm aware of. Well, if, if, uh, the, the people committed, um, uh, uh, criminal offenses during the, um, the, this harrowing event, they will be, charges have to be laid against, uh, people who, uh, were at the, um, and the, the events that, that took place alternatively, maybe the principal, alternatively even as a uh, member of the, 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 the government, then criminal charges must be, must, must be instituted and whoever's liable must, uh, must be called to account. Um, on a civil basis, there's also a civil claim that will be instituted and, um, and, and the law must take its course both on a, from a criminal perspective and from a civil perspective.
2: All right. Thank you so much for your time, Mr. Young.
1: Pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The
0: Story is a weekly podcast by News24. It is hosted by me, Rihanna Hroble, and produced by Nukutula Manyati. For this and other stories, go to news24.com.